0: you have more family fun during the heart of the pandemic they just released a brand new survey from the u.s census bureau and most parents said they spent more time eating reading and playing with their children from march oh, yeah. 2020 to june of 2020 oh, totally. than they had in all their previous years
1: yeah well everyone was home all day yeah <laughs> everyone
0: families knew before the pandemic <laughs> that they were overstressed. And uh, kids had so many places to be. Parents were struggling, a ton, uh, juggling a ton of stuff. Well, guess what? The survey didn't ask if all that extra time with their kids stuck. Now that some mm-hmm. people are going back to the office and going back to in-person learning, are families still spending more time together than they did before? What do you think, Kev?
1: <sighs> I'm going to say, based on my own experience, no. Yeah, they are not. Yeah. Is there an answer or is it just... The they, didn't do, it? they didn't cover oh, okay. it in the survey. Yeah, so yeah. I just
0: was thought it'd be fun for us well, to it's speculate. It's
1: impossible. I mean, if you're, going, if you're going back to work and the kids mm-hmm. are going back to in-school learning, yeah. and you're not home all day every you're day. You're apart yeah. all
0: day long. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm.
1: my, my daughter, April, remember back at the beginning of the pandemic, we started working out together. Like in our backyard. Uh, we, those we set videos. Up a gym yeah. and stuff. And we were, yeah, we we're lifting weights and doing sprints. And so we were doing all that together. Um, you guys but, don't
0: work out together anymore.
1: Oh, no. I'm back to work. She's got a job. Yeah. yeah. She's got it. And, and you know, the boyfriend that was, you know, kept that he wasn't in our bubble. Well, that bubble burst a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Along with mine. <laughs> I was wondering if maybe it kept up
0: on the weekends at least. But even then, like you said, you got well, friends, boyfriends. It's I think hard to do.
1: The long term effect is is it it helped rekindle our relationship a ton. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so that's really cool.
0: This is a really interesting new story coming up. There's technology that, you know, may have annoyed you at one point, and it ended up saving a guy's life. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good. There's the, a piece of technology that may have actually annoyed you at one point in your life uh, that ended up saving a guy's life. Talking about a drone. You know, <laughs> you ever been hiking in a room, remote area enjoying the view and then this loud, obnoxious drone flies over? Well, this drone was super welcome. A 71-year-old guy is out shoveling snow in Sweden where he had a heart attack. And you've got about 10 minutes to survive a heart attack without intervention. I didn't know that till today. Well, someone saw it happen, called their version of 911 in Sweden. And in three minutes, a drone delivered a defibrillator and a doctor was nearby and used it. You know, like on TV where they go clear Clear. and save the guy's life because the drone dropped it off. Wow. How cool is that?
1: That's something, yeah. Now that
0: drone would not annoy me at all. Hey, do you keep your phone in the bedroom coming up? This is the worst app to use when you're trying to fall asleep. How about you? Do you keep your phone in the bedroom?
1: I do. I use it for an alarm. I do too now,
0: and I vowed I would never be that person, but I have been. (laughs) uh, Because they say it's just not good to even have it in the bedroom at all. Uh, We all know you're not supposed to look at your phones before bed. Well, this is the worst app to use. Before trying to fall asleep. Yet close to 80% of people look at their phones in the last hours before bedtime. So, what is it? The most disruptive destruct- app to use before bedtime is TikTok. With uh, 90% 90 of participants waking up feeling tired, sleep experts recommend not using any electronics at all for at least two hours before bedtime because of the blue light they emit. Blue light stimulates your brain and it reduces melatonin production, making you feel more alert before bed.
1: I think any social media would be avoid it before you go to bed. Sometimes if
0: you look at social media before bed, you dream about what you saw. It's the weirdest thing.
1: Wow, that's yeah. happened to me. I and I'm—I use my phone for my alarm, but I don't look at it before I go to bed because I read. Like I just set it by the phone in the charger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't look I, at I read.
0: I try to set my alarm about a couple hours before I go to bed, and then go put my phone by the nightstand, yeah. so I'm not tempted to look at you don't it just again. Just set it
1: for the whole week. Set it and forget it.
0: No, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't done that yet. But
1: you know you can do that? Right, you can set it to go off at the same time every day. Pick,
0: Ooh, okay. Like, I guess the only thing that's dangerous is if you have a day off.
1: Oh, you just have to remember to turn it off. Mm-hmm. And you only make that mistake once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Believe me.
0: Know anyone with the midlife blues, maybe feeling a little down and depressed? Tell them to try this. I'm not making this up. Skateboarding. Yep. <laughs> Believe it or not, there is brand new what? research that shows that the activity allows the, the middle-aged to cope with depression and stress. And it also offers a common ground for parents to bond with their kids. Middle-agers who skateboard love how it gives them a creative outlet and makes them feel young. It also helps middle-aged people loosen up more than other activities. And get this, when the researchers were doing this study they experienced grown men fighting back tears as they spoke about how skateboarding changed their lives.
1: Yeah, you got to get um if you do it, here uh, a little tip, get some friends to do it with you. Uh that way y- y'all can hang out in the emergency room together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do
0: recommend helmet and cuz I I did um uh, inline skating a while back. Yeah. I definitely recommend helmet, elbow pads, knee pads and wrist pads.
1: <laughs> You know, anybody, It'll help like, a lot. Like, like I have some fr- some friends that are that like they're in their sixties and and they'll refer to themselves as middle age and I'll just go you can live to be one hundred and twenty.
0: That's You're, that probably goes well uh, at really, parties. Oh, I, th-
1: I you know what, I don't say it. Oh, okay. I, I just think it. Oh, okay, I just That's think better. it because I'm like wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the the middle of of a lifespan we tend to elongate it, especially after we get on the. The north side of middle.
0: <laughs> Thanks to people like Betty White, that is, you know, it's closer to middle.
1: No, she, she would have...
0: To be 99.
1: She would have been, what, what, like 49 and a half, right?
0: If she... Oh, like exactly half. Yeah,
1: yeah that would have been middle, mm-hmm. not 67. <laughs> like my dad's 87. If you talk to him, he'd tell you he's middle age. Are you serious? I am middle-aged. I love that attitude. Hey, skateboarding. Let's try that next. (laughs) That would totally be my dad.
0: So, Kev, I don't know about you, but I keep seeing these developments going up in my area, and they're called 55 and up communities. Right. And I've just been mystified by them, like so intrigued and confused. And why would anyone want to live there? Because I love kids, and I love running into kids in my neighborhood. Um, So I finally Googled it (laughs) and the biggest benefits are the amenities. Apparently there's always like pool and pickleball courts and Mm -hmm. tennis courts Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then people love making friends with people that are just like them. So Mm -hmm. that's a benefit. Birds of a feather. And then the other thing is apparently um, the HOA fees may be very expensive, but You don't ever have to maintain the exterior of your house. They do your lawn. They take care of any everything. So living is uh, light and easy. Right. No more yard work. Easy
1: peasy, light and breezy. Right. You
0: got to pay for it, Uh but so now I feel like a little bit of the mystery is solved because I've always been so baffled by those. Mm.
1: Taylor I was reading a book the other day and it, and it focused on uh areas like uh Florence during the Renaissance mm-hmm. and why uh why was all of these why were all of these master painters and sculptors in one place or why do all great gymnasts come from like one really small town in yeah. Russia Yeah yeah That's it's a fascinating question. book we'll talk about it next Okay so uh, we're, I was reading this book and it was about basically about genius mm-hmm. and how does genius happen but one of the interesting things that they talked about was how all of us when we really get focused on something you know like when you are in the zone and everything kind of is shut out maybe it's during a bible study or maybe working on a project at work it's like time stops and you're just absorbed we all have a physical tell we do when that's happening like yeah for my dad he would stick his tongue out a little bit i've when he seen was,
0: kids do that all the time yeah yeah
1: yeah that means that they are like in the zone for me huh. I've, I've noticed with me I wind up, I push my lower jaw out, uh-huh. I, and it, I wind up getting a headache because I, I'm kind, kind of grinding my teeth. But we Uh-oh. all have something we'll do that's a, a physical tell now that says we are in the zone. Now I to figure out
0: what mine is. Yeah, or
1: your husband or Glenn. Think about it. When he's really working hard with, he's a financial planner, when he's working oh, with a yeah. client, watch him next time and see if he doesn't have it. Or
0: doing trades right before four o'clock when the market's going to close. Yeah, it
1: could be like just, huh. you know, like. Bouncing his leg up and down or something, something Ooh, like that.
0: I shake my foot. Tell? I wonder if I do that when I maybe hmm, you do. I'm gonna start paying more attention.
1: So you guys know it's Lent, right? And people are are thinking about what am I? I don't know about you, but we give up something every Lent for the 40 days. We give something up. My wife and I were thinking we'll do something together, but we just can't see eye to eye. I'll tell you how the discussions have been hmm. going next.
0: So you and your wife are gonna do Lent together and give up the same thing. This yeah, is exciting. We were thinking
1: about it, like that, that would make it a lot easier, right? Yeah, because like if one gives up coffee and the other one gives up i don't know cake (laughs) well if one has cake they feel bad eating it in front of the other one so we thought let's do it together um and she was getting very very specific she said how about if we give up ground beef i said that's it just ground beef But you have to
0: do on fridays anyway right
1: Yeah, yeah yeah but i said how about we go bigger and do like red meat like the whole thing. No it's steak.
0: Because, yeah, yeah,
1: I mean yeah. we're not eating hamburgers, but we'll have a nice steak. So uh discussion. I like
0: the way she thinks <laughs> it makes it a lot easier. Like instead of me giving up dessert, I'll just give
1: up brownies. Right. Well remember the one year I've told this story on the air before I gave up uh pretzels one year for for Lent. Yes. And I was going to a Catholic school and they had soft pretzels in the cafeteria every day and I'm munching on one one day. And one of the sisters comes up to me and goes, you gave you share with me, you gave up pretzels for Lent. Why are you eating the soft pretzel? I said, I gave up hard pretzels, not soft pretzels. And she was story. like, I think you're missing the spirit <laughs> the of the spirit whole thing. of it. Yes. So uh, I'll let you know what we decide.
0: Okay. So I feel like the Lenten season is harder on certain people because a lot of times the one thing that followers of Jesus, especially if you don't drink or smoke or anything like that, that give up is sugar, or sweets mm-hmm. or desserts. Okay. Well, if your birthday falls within the Lenten <laughs> season, like my husband, Glenn, who's born uh-huh. on St. Patrick's day, that's a big commitment to yeah. get, to not have any birthday cake at all on your mm-hmm. birthday. Mm-hmm. That just seems, I don't know. I know it's the, you know, it's. We're focusing on what Christ did for us. I get it. It's mm-hmm. not missed on me, but Maybe. to me, that's harder Like when it's your few, birthday. I
1: think mean, it was a couple weeks ago. You said that your in-laws were in town and his mom said, hey, we're not going to be here for his birthday, so let's have his birthday cake now. Yeah. Maybe. That
0: was a God that's thing. That's why. So if Glenn and I both want to give up dessert for Lent, mm-hmm. we just look back at that coconut cake, there which you is go. not his favorite at all.
2: <laughs> but it was we cake. Say,
0: we did have cake for your birthday. Uh-huh. I see. <laughs> so, this is kind of funny. I think it'd be cool if uh, all our listeners to the Kevin and Taylor show would hang out for good, clean fun with their headphones on. Even we though,
2: do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Usually they are not because they're in their car. But anytime
0: you can have your headphones on, that would be wonderful, people, because they say that when people have headphones on and they're listening to a sermon, or a podcast or a radio show, um, it's way more intimate and you're, the person they're listening to is way more persuasive. Mm. It's literally that voice inside your head because you're listening on yeah. headphones. is that fascinating? That is. I was just like, whoa. And they say when you have headphones on, it increases your connectivity, your empathy, and your engagement with whatever you're listening to.
1: My wife and I had our faith in humanity restored the other day from somebody ran into us. We'll talk about it oh next. No. Okay, so the weird circumstances, but someone ran into one of our cars, and the police came, and they did a report, the whole deal, and it was, it was not our fault. Our car was parked, mm-hmm. not moving, Ooh. and the guy ran into us, oh, but because man. it was on private property, the cop was like, ah... You know, it's mine or the insure your insurance will probably pay for yours. His will pay for his. And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, Why? We didn't do anything. And yeah. we thought, oh, well, I guess we're going to have to figure this out. We got a call from his insurance company. He reported it, told his insurance company he was responsible and uh, they're going to pay for it.
0: Yay.
1: Faith in humanity restored.
0: So think about this for just a minute. Do you type faster on a computer, keyboard or a smartphone? Mm. We're going to talk about that in just a sec. So a recent poll, they asked people, do you type faster on a computer keyboard or a phone? And I thought, based on especially Gen Z, that it was going to be overwhelmingly the phone. But it was the overall was 66% said we're faster on a keyboard, on a computer. No kidding. Um, And 21% said their typing skills were on a phone. But it did depend on age. Like I have watched my niece on her with her thumb texting I can't imagine ever getting that fast. I mean, Mm. I use both thumbs. I feel like I go pretty fast, but I still often will default to voice texting because it's just so much faster. But uh, give me a keyboard and I'm good to go.
1: I'll tell you which one I'm faster on next. Okay, so we're talking about... Are you faster typing on a keyboard, old school keyboard, or on a phone? And I am way faster on the phone. However, really? I cannot be held responsible for typos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even with autocorrect?
1: Oh, autocorrect is my nemesis. Oh my gosh. I hate autocorrect. How many times have you posted something on social media and you look at it and you're like, that's not the word I meant there. And you have to go back in yeah. and edit. And on Twitter, you're stuck because you, you can't edit on Twitter. You have to just delete yeah. and start over again. I
0: I will say, if you have kids that are younger, Mm -hmm. whether they do like a little computer game or whatever, I got to take a course in high school, typing class, so worth it in Mm. the course of a lifetime, because we all spend so much time on computers.
1: So if you are having that battle with your kids about social media and trying to explain to them that the number of friends on social media or the number of likes you get is really doesn't mean anything and it's an uphill battle, and you know it, here's what you can let them know. Get out get out the Monopoly board tonight, okay? And start playing Monopoly. And then midway through the game, when people start buying properties and stuff, just slip this in there, saying, you know, being popular on social media is the equivalent of owning a lot of Monopoly property. It doesn't really matter. Mm,
0: that's good. I like that.
1: In the big picture, mm-hmm. other than this little game that we're playing right now, that doesn't matter at all, and that might, maybe it'll click then because it, man, that it is a big struggle. I mean, I know you've got nieces and nephews, and I, I'm sure they struggle with it. I know I've watched my own kids struggle with you know how many people follow me, and they get upset if they post something and no one likes it, and
0: yeah, the, that and whole deal. The other issue I keep I see coming up all the time is because of social media, mm-hmm. you know, when you weren't invited.
2: Oh, and that just happened
0: to one of my nieces and nephews the other day. And I felt so bad. Like I, there's nothing you can say to try to make it better. You know, you just know they're off having fun and you're not included. It's tough.
1: But if your kids are struggling with the whole likes and friends, try that. Like play Monopoly and remind them, hey, you know how this property doesn't really matter in real life. Neither do all those likes and friends on social media.
0: So, how about you? Are you a dog or a cat person? Coming up, attention cat lovers, why you should do this to your cat. Okay, so how about you? Are you a dog or a cat person? Oh,
1: big time dog. Yes. We, we have a cat, but big time dog.
0: I am a dog person, but I've really developed an appreciation for cats lately. My in laws have two. My sis and her family now have three. Well, attention cat lovers, you should do this. To your cat, blink at your cat. Did you know this, Kev? Because you have a cat.
1: No. Okay, what so does blinking at your cat. Do?
0: Well, cats narrow their eyes or blink to show love and trust. Hmm. And b- brand new research revealed humans can blink back at cats to win them over. So you can t- you can do like a series, like so. Try this with, is it Sasha? Uh-huh. Is that the name of your cat? Uh-huh. Okay, with Sasha tonight. You like start with just like kind of like sleepy blinks like that Uh and then go then close for a second and reopen and look at her and see see if she gets real tender towards you because that's how cats show love
1: sasha is so ill-tempered and violent i'd be afraid to close my eyes (laughs) (laughs) no she's we we, other people call their cat psycho kitty i'm always like no you have not met (laughs) (laughs) psycho cat until you've met sasha Okay, so I just said, if you think you have a psycho kitty, no, 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 let me tell you about my cat, Sasha. But I'd love to hear from people that have some cats that are just a handful. Do you have any cat stories? <laughs> like, you love them, but that cat is a handful. Because we talk about our dogs all the time, right? Poor Sasha cat, she never never gets mentioned. But what about your cats? We'd love to hear about them. Something funny that happened that maybe even was costly. So we're talking about cats and, and dogs, obviously, I mean... Survey after survey, they're way more popular than cats. You know, there are cat people, right? And then there are normal people that are dog people. And there's uh, a reason for it. They've, they've found cats do not have the same emotional attachment to people that dogs do. Dogs will develop a bond and an emotional attachment. Mm-hmm. And people will, it, it, this uh, thing I just read said that people will misread what cats do, like rubbing up against you and stuff. They're claiming you. It's territorial. That's well, no. People think that they're being emotional and being like, "Oh, we're bonding." They just want their back rubbed. <laughs> that's pretty, that's <laughs> pretty much it. They don't care who does it. You just happen to be the person that's standing there. But we're talking about catastrophe stories, stuff that your cats have done that that's gone sideways, gone wrong. Like you see. Stuff on social media all the time with like shredded curtains and stuff that where cats that aren't declawed do that. We've we've had a couple of cats we never had them declawed. We we rescued them and that's one of the things with the rescues we got them from is like you cannot Mm -hmm. you have to sign something you won't declaw them. That's the way it is Um, for my
0: sister's three cats.
1: So when we got Sasha, she was not declawed and like a lot of times when you get a rescue animal, you have to be prepared for some illnesses when you first get them. They may have something underlying that they couldn't detect at the rescue, but once you get it home. All of a sudden they start showing symptoms and Sasha got like a, it was kind of like a, a kitty cat cold. Like her eyes were mm-hmm. watery and she was having, you know, like congestion problems right. and stuff. So we had these drops that we had to put in her Uh-oh. eyes. Almost like, it was almost like a gel that we had to put in her <gasps> eyes. Uh oh. Sasha's very ill-tempered. Sasha was not declawed. Trying to hold this cat that was just new to our family and put drops in her eyes.
2: I couldn't. I couldn't
1: do it. It was it was impossible without like looking like I had met up with Freddy Krueger. So what I would do to to put drops in her eyes, I would put on a leather coat. I'd put on leather gloves that came up over the top of the cuff of the coat and the long, you know, thick pants. And I'd grab her, turn her upside down, and hold her up against me so she couldn't squirm or move, like immobilize her and try to put it on. So I would do it every time. I would put the the gel in her eyes. That's what I would do. I would suit up. Like I was going into battle. Man, did you?
0: Was your leather coat just destroyed?
1: Well, here's the funny thing. One day I was like, "Hey, Trace, we, I'm I'm busy." To my wife, I said, "Trace, would you mind doing it?" She's like, "Oh yeah, I do it every morning. No problem." I walk in, and she's sitting there like just shirt sleeves, and the cat's like docile in her arms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's not suited up at all. Sasha I'm just like, hates what? you. What's happening right now? I'm the one she that, let you go through that right? every
1: night? I saw the cat. I wanted the cat. I ado- I'm the one that pushed for adopting the cat. And she likes Tracy better than me. <laughs> Which, by the way... Over a decade later, continues to this day. That cat does not like me.
0: The funniest part of the story is that your wife let you suit up and deal with that every night <laughs> when she could just do it so easily.
2: Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Denise, we're swapping stories about our feline friends, our cats, calling them cat Do you have one?
2: Oh, yes, Kevin. I was kind of young, so I'm not sure exactly the specs, but... My grandparents raised cats and sold them because they were special blue-eyed something. Oh wow! Uh, I wanted to say sort of like um, Siamese, but they were blue eyes. And they were beautiful cats, and they, you know, had a, a pens and for each one of them and little cat. I had a, actually called a cat house. They built it for just for the cats.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And um, and that my grandmother was uh, brushing with a nylon brush one day, uh, one of them and the cat. T- Got like the static, grabbed it and Uh, scared her, uh and she wound up with about fifty to seventy something stitches up (gasps) up her arm, up and down her arm. Oh, that's terrible! Yeah. Oh, so So scary! scary. Oh my gosh, Uh, it was horrible. But I'm a very big cat lover, and I guess that's where I got my love for cats, because I've had up to
1: 26 at one time. What? 26? Ladies and gentlemen, crazy cat lady.
0: I can't imagine the litter boxes for 26. Well, it's
1: funny we said crazy cat lady, and you mentioned litter boxes, because um, cats can literally, apparently, drive you crazy, and it has to do with the litter box. Uh, There's a parasite that grows uh, in the litter box, and they're saying that over time, people who have these cats and aren't real diligent about litter boxes, it can subtly change their personalities. What? Yeah. They have increased rates of schizophrenia and uh, and other ailments. Only
0: if the parasite gets in your body, right? Right. Why? Okay.
1: When we joke around about crazy cat lady, apparently it's a thing. And that's why they won't <laughs> let pregnant
0: women change litter boxes. Yeah. There you go. Wow.
1: There you go. So. Mm. So why do we have these? Why do we get cats again? <laughs> my niece's three cats are so sweet.
0: They run to the door like dogs when you Aww. arrive. Like they're so happy to see you.
1: Oh, my grandma had two cats and she trained them. They would they could they would sit and roll over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, my
0: niece is training her t- cats too.